Is this, is this working? Alright. Should be the same family. Okay, well maybe they're not really better rewards. They're kind of the same armor skins too. You're kind of lazy blizzard. You're listening to Wild Dogs. Hello and welcome to Wild Dogs. This is Ghost Dog. As you can tell by the oh-so-sultry sound of sickness coming from my voice, yes, I have got some goddamn Ebola-type virus here that has got me down. Has I've had it since Thursday of last week. That being said... I did not want to miss this episode, so so long as you can put up with the phlegmy coughing and the snotty nose and the badass attitude, which I guess that last one is nothing new, uh, then we should be fine. Now, that being said, Sean could not make the show tonight. He's got some real-life things to deal with, and of course, I respect that completely. Um, He should hopefully be back on the show next week. And if at all possible, actually, I might do just a brief half-week show with him. Again, if he does have the time, as it is, we're going to try to schedule our other podcast, Buddha's Bar and Grill. And it'll depend on his schedule for the next few days and whether or not he's actually able to do so. That being said, I'm not alone tonight. I am lucky to have back again Terry, who was with me last week. I know that... uh, I've actually gotten to see a little bit more of you in game now. I've been playing my Alliance characters a little bit more, leveling them up now. I uh, The only thing that bothers me about the realm that we're on, though, is the Q, which you don't notice too much in the early evening, but it seems that from maybe 7.30, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, that Q is unbelievable. Yeah, I tried to get in on uh, Sunday night around... 8 o'clock our time, and there was about 450, 500 in queue. took me about, well, hard to say because the time keeps fluctuating, but uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes to get in. So yeah, it's annoying, but uh, thankfully it doesn't happen too often. It happens on Wednesday nights for some strange reason. I have no idea why. (laughs) I just noticed it. Well, I notice it every time I go in, again, if it's the evenings. Uh, That being said, last night when I went on, I'd gotten off. And I can't remember what I was doing. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll get back on a little bit later on, even just to check my auctions. And um, <laughs> again, yeah, the times fluctuate, but it, it it made me piss my pants nearly at the beginning because it was saying 88 minutes wait. I'm going, you got to fucking be kidding me. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I remember this when the game first started, sure, when they were still messing around with the service and whatnot. But at this point now, to be getting these kind of cues is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't care how many people you got on, add more service to the clusters, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I mean, the Blizzard saying that really there are no PvE realms that are not, uh, you know, at or close to their max right now. So uh, I know they just opened up a new one for free transfers off of... uh, Lightbringer, which is where all my tunes uh, currently sit. I'm not really interested in going to a to a brand new server at this point, but uh, you know the PvP servers seem to have a lot less with the uh, a lot less with the queues for sure. I don't know about um, if if that's the same for all of them. I know that one of my other 
uh, PvP realms that I used to have characters on, uh, the ones where I actually transferred over to my characters to play with you, um, they had queues as well. Um, up until literally a couple of weeks ago when I bounced in to check on my, my characters because uh, I was considering moving one over potentially to Lightbringer. But um, but they had queues as well there. Um, but yeah, no, I... Um, I noticed as well for the free transfers that they were saying that a couple of the realms, they were only allowing you to transfer if you were Alliance because there's just too many Alliance on those PVE realms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know if again, they had, uh, they had like bringer in that, uh, that list, the last go round. Um, so obviously it did, there's a lot of people that just aren't leaving the realm. So that I can't foresee this being resolved anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's a West Coast server, and I think it's a lot of players, well, at least from my guild anyway, from California, a lot of high-populated areas, and I don't think people want to uh, start switching guilds and dealing with a completely new economy on a, on a startup server. And I think that's the biggest thing there, too. Um, like, if you're looking at a lot of the other things, the like the, the new realm that... Uh, that I went on for my PvP horde characters is uh, is really good. It's very stable, um, and the uh, there's no never a queue. Um, there's still plenty of players all over the place, and the economy is building up too. But the thing with something like like Lightbringer that's been around a little bit longer and that has so many people on it, especially on the alliance side, um, is there's a lot of money. Like there's a lot of players that have a lot of money. I'm putting shit up at the auction house and making a mint off of them and they're selling. Whereas on other realms, I'd have to drop it down a little bit and even then maybe put it up a couple of times. I just do the scan with auctioneer, check out the prices. I don't even bother checking anymore. I put it on at full price, not undercutting and everything's selling. Like there's a lot of money on that realm. Yeah, if you time it right, uh, you, you can pretty much get what you want for it. I mean, we, we talked about this whole character transfer thing the other day. One of the uh, senior members in my guild and I were on fairly early. Well, he was on early. <laughs> I'm three hours uh, behind him, so I wasn't on that early. But, you know, we, if you look at the econ- economics of it, and if Blizzard is actually, you know, trying to use character transfers as a revenue stream, uh, either that or even to, uh, you know, balance out uh, the amount of players, uh, you know, I think they really need to drop the price. I mean, $25 per character is enough to not get people to move very much, regardless of, of what their reasoning is. I mean, if it's to, you know, to be with friends on a different server or to, you know, get rid of uh, the queues and, and, and be on a new server, uh, I mean, not too many people are going to be doing that. Uh, for 25 a character and also i mean if if you look at the the pricing scheme and everything i mean why are they making it uh, limiting things to you know one character when really if you move an account over i mean you can only play one of your characters at a time so regardless of how many characters you're moving uh, and and in different realms. I mean, that's only one person logged in at one time, so it's it's not the same effect uh, on a, on a queue or the server population that you would think. Oh no, it's a money grab for sure. Like I've, it bothers me to a certain degree how much I've spent on character transfers because I'll do that if somebody I know is playing on another realm. 
And I'll say, all right, fine, I'll transfer a character over. And before you know it, sometimes I'll transfer over several characters. Um, I mean, to play with you, I transferred over two characters. That's 50 bucks right there. And I, I strongly considered a third and finally said, no, I'll just start one from scratch. Um, to play over with Sean, I transferred one. And that's even just on those realms. Like, I've transferred on others before that, too. Um, like, it adds up. 25 bucks is still 25 bucks. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is maybe they're trying to make it a little harder for these so-called uh, power-leveling services and gold farmers and things like that. If they make it price high enough, then, you know, it's going to be a lot harder for them to, to sell their services. That's the only really the only thing I can think of right now. Yeah, I don't buy that. I honestly I think it's just a money grab. I mean look at their they're they're charging fifteen bucks for a that cosmetic and sex change <laughs> and then rename. I mean they charge yeah. ten bucks alone for a rename. Like there's it's huge money grabs, without a doubt. Um no I'm not saying it should all be for free. Like, I'm not one of those that thinks everybody, everything should be free because you pay your 15 bucks, but there's excessive amounts too. Like, I don't mind being nickel and dime to a certain degree, um, when it's nickels and dimes, but when you start looking at like 10, 15, 25 bucks, um, to me, that's, uh, very excessive, especially like when you're talking about like the transfers too, who do you know that only has one character? And I mean, especially on a given realm as well, you're likely to have several characters on top of that. I don't know anybody anymore who does not have a bank alt. No one. I mean, it's, I started a bank alt when the game was just a month old. I started, and this is before people were even talking about it. I thought, Hey, you know what? If I create this little tune and get him over to the bank, then I could just ship stuff over. Um, my bank on our realm right now is actually in his own guild and bought and just by himself and has two of the guild tabs as well. Well, if I want to transfer over my characters now, I've lost all the money I invested into those guild tabs. Um, and then there's all that stuff too, which I'm not going to have to try to cram onto those characters when I move them. And that's what I had to do when I moved over from the PVP realm to play with you. Uh, so yeah, no, I, it's just ridiculous. There, there's different, there's certain limitations that I could see back in the day why they put them there. But at this point, it's a moot point. It's, it's, there's, there's no reason to still have it. But yeah, they're already getting my 15 bucks a month, uh, which is more now with the economy the way it is. So next yeah. topic, this one's depressing. Yeah, we're we're moving on. So yeah, so I've been playing the uh, the alliance tunes. I've got my uh, my shaman, um, which I hadn't respect him since the the changes had gone into effect, and so he's enhancement. And I respect him, kept him enhancement, and it's a blend of enhancement and some in elemental as well because they really did a good job with the the talent trees for the shaman in that if you blend them. You get a lot of bonuses from each. So whereas your elemental crits are going to give you a bonus to your attack power for your melee attacks and vice versa. So it really, you, you just get crits like crazy. And with the feral spirit, those spirit wolves, holy crap in hell, are they ever powerful? Um, when I was uh, on my PvP horde druid, when I'd switched him over to Feral, and he was very strong Feral, and I went up against the uh, an enhancement Shami, and um, who was a couple levels higher, 
and he had a mob on him as well because I snuck up on him and he obliterated me, but he dropped his wolves and his fire elemental. And I thought, okay, well, I just didn't time it right, whatever. I know now <laughs> there was no way in hell I could have won that fight because if I had the cooldowns are down and I can drop my wolves and my fire elemental, drop a couple other totems, I can easily take down, well, in I'm, I'm, I got his mining up right now and I was in um, Shalzar Basin. And so I would get three mobs that were five levels higher than me, each of them red. I'll end the fight full life. Like, that's just not right. <laughs> wow. So yeah, the, I'm doing really well leveling with him because again, I'm going around and I'm looking for mines and as soon as the wolves, the cooldown is up, I will find a pack, take them all down, mount up and literally like you, you're looking at say five, if they're my level or a little bit lower, I, there can be like five, six mobs. I will take them all down and it'll take less than 20 seconds. Loot them all, mount up, and I'm gone. And so that adds up all the time. Like, it's unbelievable how powerful Enhancement is now. And he doesn't even have that great gear yet. Like, his gear is only so-so. Yeah, I mean, you got to look, too, at the, the trade-off there. I mean, your XP is going to be uh, incredibly high with all the rested that you have and those guys being five levels above you. So it makes uh, farming a little easier to stomach. Oh, big time, big time. And the quests are a joke. Like, I mean, I'm... I'm not having any problems with any quests. So I'm really, and what I'm finding as well too, is right now, um, shammies are actually in demand. The shammies are the least played class right now. Um, used to be druids, but right now as it stands, this was actually posted at uh, WoW Insider, um, druids are at 9%, whereas shammies are only actually at 6%. Now that made sense back before when it was only the um, faction specific. So only hordes could have them. So, of course, they were lower, same as pallies. Um, but, I mean, pallies right now are at 11%. Um, highest ones, of course, are death knights at 17%. Um, your hunters are at uh, 13 But um, a lot of classes are, well, of course, because everybody's playing the death knights right now. So your druid's low at 9. Your, well, your shammy at 6. Your warlock is at 8, which is dropped. It used to be higher than that. And then your priest and your... your uh, your rogues. So yeah, it's uh, you're really seeing a drop in other classes because of the death knights. And as soon as they open up the um, with the next patch, where you're going to be able to have your death knights on any realm, so long as you have a 55 on a given realm, you're going to see a lot more death knights. Yeah, it'd be interesting to uh, see what effect that has after the patch too. I mean, with the upcoming hunter nerf, I mean. I've known it's been coming for a while, so I'm not really interested in playing my hunter, and I totally believe uh, the fact that warlocks are underplayed. I mean, I'm not, my warlock's uh, 80 right now, but uh, I'm just not really having that much fun with it. I mean, it's not really that effective in PvP anymore, not that I'm, I'm big into PvP. Um, I do a full season three gear on it, but you know I don't really have an interest with all the rest of the stuff there is to do now, the rep grind and the <clears throat> the dailies. Uh, I don't really feel like doing the PvP, but I just don't find the warlock uh, all that much fun anymore. Right? Yeah, it, there was a time when it was actually a lot of fun to play 
warlocks. I, I, I played several, not to very, very high levels, um, only to mid forties, but I've always liked playing them. Um, but right now the way that they've changed them too, and, um, they they don't have quite as much utility anymore in end game stuff as they did before. So yeah, it's changing quite a bit for them. So, but, uh, again, I, I lucked out and I got a, um, I got into, a. I got invited into a guild with the chamois. Um, and so I told them that, again, I'd try it out and no offense if it didn't work out, if it wasn't a right fit. But they're actually a great group of guys. Um, and we ran Drak, uh, yeah, Drak Theron, Jack Theron, how do you pronounce that? Drak Theron, Jack, Drak Theron, I can't, I, I got, yeah, I got a halls in my mouth and I'm snotty nose, so yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to pronounce this shit. I can't in the best of times. But um, so we ran him and the guild, um, it's called the Wolf's Den. They're actually allied with a couple of other guilds as well. So we had some of the guys from that those guilds and uh, we didn't have a single wipe. We had uh, a couple of low level characters, of course, a couple of higher ones too. And uh, it was just fantastic. It's actually a fun instance to run too. Yeah, that that is one of my favorite actually. Uh, not so much on the heroic, but uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a fun instance. Yeah, it was cool too with the cinematic at the end, which I'd heard a lot of people talking about that how you get a lot more um, scenes playing out at the end now of things. Um, so it was kind of interesting seeing the Lich King coming up and, and whatnot at the end. So it is a fun instance to run. Um, I got smeared <laughs> on the concrete twice. Um, but uh, but it's partially my fault too because whenever the um, the warrior was losing aggro by no fault of their own, um, I was going after the mob to try to keep it off the healer or or somebody else. Hell, I was trying to keep it off the hunter, which I should have just let them deal with it themselves. Uh, they can lay a trap, but yeah. So I got smeared once there, and then on what is it, King Dread, the great big monster devil sore. Mm-hmm. He, he was stomping and then he feared us and I ran right into a group and I know now that we should have pulled him there's a wall there we should have pulled him around the wall so that we couldn't be feared into that group afterwards so uh, it made the fight a little bit tougher for everybody else not that I was doing that much damage but it still they had all these other devil sores on them at that point too but yeah, yeah no, it's fine. Is the, the, the learning curve is pretty low on, on most of these so once you've been there once or twice uh you know, oh, man. I like, and, and I ran them all through uh, first time with my healer. <coughs> so healing well, we, as opposed to tanking or DPS. I mean, you're, you're not paying attention to the same things, but you know, I was fine with the DPS. Oh, to show how easy it was too. Like nobody, um, nobody in the guild, I, or sorry, I don't believe anybody who was in the group had run it yet. Um, if so, they might've only gone through one boss, but, um, like when we, we would get to a boss and they would stop and say, okay, let me check how to take him down. And they'd bounce out and check online how to take him down, come back, let us know, and then we'd do it. And we never wiped. So yeah, it's an easy instance, obviously. Granted, the uh, the tank was, I believe the tank was 80. So of course that makes a big difference. But uh, But even then, I mean, just being able to walk in and not have a clue what you're doing, research it quickly in between bosses and no wipes, yeah, they, it was fairly easy nice so yeah and then i've been um leveling my my druid which i decided to keep rest on that's my alliance druid um which is yeah, leveling a resto druid <laughs> it's like shooting yourself in the nuts with a bb gun it's just painful there's it's oh my 
God, it's ridiculous. Luckily, Andy, our buddy Andy, has been helping. And then you ran me, uh, well, you and me and uh, Andy. And then um, big shout out to Aubrey and his son, too, um, who helped out when we ran Nexus. And that was just an absolute blast, too. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Nexus um, is pretty good even uh, even heroic it's not too bad i mean some of these ones that are fairly easy um in regular mode can get uh pretty hard on on heroic there's some that we just completely stay away from unless we know that uh, most of the people running it are are fairly well geared well we only wiped the one time and that's because we missed that path that was around the corner and I think it was yep. you who was saying it on TeamSpeak too, saying, wait for the pat around the corner. And he was already pulling it. And I saw the pat coming and I'm thinking, oh, fuck. So I dropped my Innovate right away, knowing that there was, <laughs> I'm going to need mana for this fight. But there's no way in hell I could have healed through that, especially like she's still only level 70. So yeah, it's, there was no way that I could uh, keep everybody alive through that. But it was still a lot of fun. And, uh, and yeah, if you're with a good group too, I mean, like you and Andy were fantastic. And then Auburn and his son, we've run stuff with them before. The It makes a big difference if you're with a, a group of guys that don't take the game too seriously and just go in, have fun, and uh, and don't dick around kind of thing. So yeah, no, it was fun. Of course, I'm still not looking. Like I said, she still hasn't even dinged 71 for Christ's sakes. Because so, <laughs> taking down one. It, the thing is, is that I can outlive the mob. It's not a problem there. Like, I just keep healing myself. It just takes so bloody long to kill something. So, but anyways, yep. um, patch 3.08. There's a little bit of new news that's been coming out on the uh, public test rooms about it. Um Right then and there for the Druids, we're looking at a couple of changes. They're actually going to make uh, the aquatic form trainable, uh, just like the epic flight form. So they're, they're taking out the quests. And I find that, again, they're doing that with a lot of things right now, where they're, it's the charm being used is a easy mode. Like, I mean, to the point where they, like the, the sparkles that they had to put on to herbs and, and mining nodes so you could see them. There's a lot of things that they're making so easy. The I've done that aquatic training um, chain of quests quite a few times because again the druids are my favorite so I, I play them a lot um, and yeah it's a pain in the ass and yeah you got to do a lot of running around but it's one of those things there's not every class has class specific quests and it's fun having that thing that's just your own um, same with the epic flight form I was really disappointed when they uh, when I saw that they took that out like I, I, you could still do it but you can just buy it if you want so who's not going to buy it? You're just going to buy it. <laughs> but like, I remember doing it and you had helped me as well. And uh, a couple other people too. And, and it was fun. Like, yeah, it's a pain in the ass and there's a lot to it, but it was actually a lot of fun. And free. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Holy crap in hell. Some of these things now to train up, it's unbelievable. Like I'm making, yeah, you're making more money, but like you're, I just blew a hundred gold just in cooking to get the master cooking oh, yeah, and then just to get the recipes afterwards enchanting Wait till you hit 75 <laughs> oh my god the enchanting stuff was just ridiculous how expensive it was um like i it just blew my mind i and again which is why my my death knight that is just i'm just waiting for a 3.08 to come out so that i can play him with tristan he is only doing gathering professions because i need the goddamn money like yeah, screw this shit yeah it's it's, yeah, I mean, it's I just wish 
would just happen because I mean I know my hunters getting nerfed. I, I know they're gonna put a cooldown on Circle of Healing. Like just let it happen already because I'm I'm kind of looking forward to them uh, nerfing the enchanting mats and um, and know, also the uh, tailoring. It's perfection. The tailoring. Yeah. I mean, I've spent so much on cloth. It's it's not even funny. Well, they're reducing the amount of cloth you're going to need to make uh, bolts of imbued frost weave. So that's going to make a big difference. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm guessing what you need probably four or five bolts for your 20 slot bags. Well, I think it's six. Yeah. So that's going to make a big difference there just for bags even. So yeah, it'll be nice with those. Um, they're also changing, um, the um, engineering where you're going to need less mats for specific things like uh, the serenite bombs which are a good um, a good thing to level up your engineering they're going to drop how many you need and it's going to give you more bombs as well so i'm i've got today i leveled my mining from um, from 400 to 450 today pardon me and i did it all in um in shalazar basin which was I hadn't been in the zone yet because, of course, I didn't have a, a tune that was high enough. It reminds me very, very much of Angora Crater, except not quite as dangerous. There's a lot of mobs yeah, there, but a lot of them are actually friendly. Yeah, of course, like some of the ones towards the top, towards the avalanche place, I didn't realize how many would be there. And then you've got a whole bunch that are 77 elites as well. So I got my ass spanked there for sure. But uh, but it's unbelievable how many mine You can't spit without hitting a mine there. Like And there was several other people mining as well. And I'd bounce into them at different spots. They'd find the, the node before me. But there was nodes everywhere. So like if you're looking for a place to level up your mining, head to Shalazar Basin. Um, my... Um, Shammy is 72 still, <clears throat> pardon me, and had no problems. Of course, he died a couple of times, but that was my own stupidity, like running into too many mobs or whatever. If your class has any kind, what's that? I said, I don't find that hard to believe at all. Yeah, well, fuck, no kidding. <laughs> I, I was determined to hit 450. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, if you've got any kind of, uh, like a feint for, um, um, a hunter or like I can drop an earth elemental to get aggro uh, or other totems as well. Um, if you have any way to escape kind of thing, druid as well would be good. Then that's great place to go because even if they're too high for you, you're, you're laughing. And yeah, in you all can't lot. really get the quest till level 76, which uh, is a little bit of a piss off. I was using cartographer and cartographer when you when you bring up the main map and you point to it it tells you what level everything is and i saw oh 75 to 78 and i go over there and none of the quests were available till till 76 but yeah i mean it, it's a great place to mine it's a great place place to herb um and and that's where you get your introduction to uh, either oracle or, or frenzy heart but i mean you also have to watch what time of the day you're going there because it's probably the most overmined place in the world i mean there's some days uh nothing but miners and you know good luck finding anything i would not want to see this place on a pvp realm because it would be a free-for-all no doubt oh yeah oh yeah one of the other things too for with the professions was they're increasing the uh, critical chance with uh, rank five and six of skinning which is again another reason why i think that going into just uh, trade skill or not trade skill sorry gathering skills is a good thing like right now i've got the um rank six toughness on my chamois and i would love to get him rank six 
uh, the critical chance with, uh, I think, what's that one called? Master Anatomy, I believe, uh, with skinning. But again, I worked too hard to get my engineering as high as it is, and, and I am enjoying it. But like with the Death Knight, to be able to give him that toughness plus the critical chance will be absolutely fantastic. So I then, and which is why Tristan is actually going to run, um, he's probably going to take up herbalism on his, which gives him that, uh, I can't remember what it's, I, yeah, that's what I thought it was too. Yeah. Which I love because I've got it on my feral druid, my horde druid, and it doesn't break stealth. You can use it while you're in form as well. So I can be stealthed in cat form and pop it. And it's, uh, over time hot. So yeah, it's very nice. So, but, um, and another change too, uh, just to, to get back to some of the class specific ones with the, uh, the death knight, the, um, I've got a blood death knight, um, on my horde realm. Um, and so I've got the dancing rune blade and it's actually going to be, they're fixing it as well. So that, um, it's going to match more closely the damage that the actual Death Knight does as well. Plus, whenever you cast Rune Strike, it will as well. Like, it's going to be a lot more dangerous. Because initially, I, when I was using it, I was thinking, well, it's really not that phenomenal. Uh, a finishing move does not come close to, um, like, Pharaoh's Spirits with the uh, the Shamian. But uh, if they fix it so that it does as much damage as the, well, they call it the Masters, uh, which, you know, the Death Knight, um, that'll be something else. Yeah, I mean, most of the class-specific changes, I mean, you know, you're always going to get people crying about it and complaining, but I don't think any of them are, are to a point where they're going to piss people off for very long. I mean, it's just a, a matter of slightly changing your play style to, to get used to it. I'm, I'm not so much much worried about the class changes. I'm, I'm a hell of a lot happier uh, about the profession changes. I mean, alchemy yeah. is, uh, they're reducing a lot of cooldowns. I mean, seven days to wait to discover a, a new f uh, recipe it was a little bit extreme. I'm starting to have to get a calendar just to figure out when all my cooldowns are, are going to be done so I can get on and, you know, maximize that or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more so looking forward to, uh, you know, I, I've literally stopped leveling my... Uh, enchanting and tailoring and, and until the patch comes out and with the alchemy uh you know there's nothing that i have right now that i i really need i'm just looking forward to learning some more recipes but it takes a week before i can do anything yeah no i'm doing the same thing too i'm holding tight with uh well with the engineering i've got a whole bunch of the mats now that i could be leveling it up but i'm waiting um and then with the enchanting, I don't quite have, well, I shouldn't say quite, I don't have enough mats yet to do much of anything with her. Um, I'm going to have to go on a big, I'm going to have to do a lot of pugs just to get into a crap load of instances just so that I can start stacking up greens so that I can start disenchanting them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's working out fine for me because it's not like I wasted a whole bunch of mats already leveling up or enchanting. That would have really pissed me off. Yeah, so. I think you're probably better off, uh, you know, farming. Uh, well, unfortunately, you're, you're an engineer. You need to to keep those uh, those mats. But you're probably better off selling the ore and and actually buying the enchanting mats. I mean, farming greens is very very time intensive. You never know what you're gonna get when you disenchant them. And uh, I mean, 
you know, I, I, I sent all of mine from three tunes to my Enchanter, and I'm still only halfway there. So don't expect <laughs> to get there that way very quickly. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm. Um, it's not too bad with my Druid because she's an herbalist. So she's an herbalist and then um, Enchanter. So the all the herbs that I get, I've never used them because I never had an alchemist. So it's good. So I just always sell those off. And herbs are selling for a lot of money right now. So that's actually not bad. I just wish to hell that I could hit 77 so that I could fly around to pick up all the herbs. Um, that would really help. But I'm even considering, like, if I really get strapped for cash, even the Outland herbs, hell, even the, the old world herbs are selling for a lot of money. Again, you're looking at a server that around that has um, a lot of money. And I'm selling shit that I picked up in Strengthorn Vale for a lot of money. So I, uh, I'm thinking that uh, if, if push comes to shove and I need some, some serious cash, I'm just going to fly out to, uh, to Outland and fly around and start doing my rounds again like I was doing before and just sell those off. So, yeah, I mean, you might want to stop and see what they're selling for first before, before you do that. But yeah, I mean, depending on the timing, mean, it, it'll vary during the week. If, if you go on a Friday and there's not much there, and you know, you know people are getting on and these are like casual gamers who are uh, leveling tunes in the, in the low 70s you can make a, a good buck there oh yeah the um they're doing a couple of changes as well with the uh, the achievements um the only one that i thought was cute i you probably won't give a rat's ass but it's the uh, they changed the uh, achievement for little game so that if you have 75 um, non-combat pets now you will get a little deer as a, an achievement reward they have the 51 where it's a skunk and then this was supposed to be 100 but then they realized that it would be damn near impossible for people to get to 100 without uh, like buying some of the trading card mini pets or the um, some of the like the blizzcon stuff or, or like the, the murloc and stuff so they dropped it down yeah, to 75 I, I don't give a rat's ass you don't I, give a rat's ass <laughs> first i thought you know these are pretty cool but uh not the pets just the achievements in general but you know considering what else there is to do there i mean getting your 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 badges and your emblems and, and getting your rep up and stuff like that it's like meh if i get one i get one maybe if i'm really really bored and i've raised all that's, my reputation that's the key right there yeah but see that's the see what happened with me is that i i didn't max everything out but i did get a lot of stuff but i didn't max it out but i just got so tired of the grind and one yeah. of the big things that i got tired of was the goddamn faction grind i'd had it with it it was it's it's ridiculous um like in case in point again going back to that uh, the epic flight form the faction grind to get your well initially they changed it and made it easier before they changed it and made it stupid easy um the faction grind to be able to get um your epic flight form was such a pain in the ass and you had to go farm those um Arakoa, Arakoa or whatever feathers from those owl dudes Oh, Christ, that was annoying. I still have some of those feathers in the bank because I, when I finally got my faction and what I needed, I, I just shipped off the rest to the, uh, to the bank. But holy crap in hell. So when I got fed up with all of the faction grind, I just go off and let's just go figure out a little something, whether it was a mini pet or a different mount, just for something different to do. Because otherwise, you get so bored with the game, it's unbelievable. But um, you're talking about the emblems too. That's uh, takes us to the the oh my fucking god drop of the week. Um, for fifty emblems of heroism, you can pick up 
pride. Now, you got to see this thing to truly appreciate. <laughs> I want one so badly. Um, it is a fist weapon, and it's an offhand, and it is perfect for uh, an enhancement chamois too because the speed is 2.5, so it does more damage slower, which is perfect for your wind furies. Um, so yeah, the damage is 251 to 467, uh, 143.6 damage per second. It's got plus 39 to stamina, and then equip and it's improved hit rating by 50 and increase attack power by 76. In and again, you got to look it up. So go to wowhead.com/slash/question-mark-item equals 40704, and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. It's this bear thing. It's like a, it's not like a bear claw. It's like the full head of a bear, but it's not an actual bear. It looks like it's, I could be wrong, but it looks like it's an actual carving in wood. Are you looking at the picture? It's more like a wolf, dude. I don't know where. It's, are you sure it's a wolf? Like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that definitely, it's more like a, a wolf or a dog. But yeah, I actually uh, checked that out on my priest last night. One of our, uh, one of our guildies uh, bought it yesterday. And, uh, yeah, it does look pretty sick. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm sorry, but this thing is just too freaking cool. Yeah, it might be yeah. a wolf. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I guess maybe. I swear, it looks a little bit like a, a bear, but, yeah, it looks like it's carved out of wood um, with the, the teeth up. up there, dude. <laughs> hey, dude, cough syrup, new citron, hulls, uh, you name it, I've been ingesting it. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I know this is it's just an absolute thing of beauty. I didn't see what the, um, I'd have to do a check to see what the the main hen equivalent is. Because I don't imagine it looks the same, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I I mean, want that's one. Uh, one thing that's generated a lot of discussion uh, when we're sitting around board in Teamspeak is how they've kind of been a little bit on the lazy side with the models for most of the a things. A little Lich King. I mean, <laughs> yeah, almost everything is using the same model. I almost I almost de'd the wrong headpiece the other day because it looks exactly the same as the one I was replacing. <laughs> and, oh, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Actually, it's ironic that you say that um, because I know you're not going to go and listen to it, but like I was telling you earlier, I got all of the intro music ready for the show and what I do at the beginning is I splice in a random WoW-related quote from something, whether it's a um one of the commercials, like the one with Ozzy or Shatner, or whether it's uh, something that only a WoW player, especially a WoW player that's been around for a while, might know. Um, and one of them is, a, the one that I put for today is actually from uh, a YouTube video that somebody had made um, about Jimmy. And you can search it and just do Jimmy Warcraft and you'll find it. And it's hilarious. It's very, very funny. And it's these two gnomes, these buddies, right before Burning Crusade came out. And the quote that I chose is about the guy saying how there's a whole bunch of new items. Um, but they're not really new items. They're just the same items, same skin, just different colors. And, and talking about how lazy Blizzard is. 
And it's funny that that's exactly what people were thinking with Burning Crusade, and it's exactly the same thing here now. Like, yeah, there's the items look different than the other zones, but they look different in that, like, Northrend gear looks different than Outlands, but all of the Northrend gear, it's like the, it's the same skins for everything damn near. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Andy sent me probably seven in-game mails that were full of greens. Uh, I think he's been hoarding them up since day one. So he sent me all his greens to DE, and I'm like, how come you keep getting the same item? And he literally sent me one email with every slot was the same pair of pants. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> like, oh, my God, guys, are you in a rush to get this out at all or what? Well, it's like all of the staffs. If you are staves, um, if you look at the staff for um, like the ones that have plus two feral and the ones that have plus two uh, spell power and whatnot, because I've been getting the different staffs for um, my druids, they're all the same in in all the zones. They're all the same. It's the same staff, <laughs> and you're seeing that with the different weapons as well. They all look the same. Which is again, when you see something like this that is so completely different, it's like, yeah, okay. See, you guys have the skill. You have the know how that you can make cool things. Why don't you? Yeah, I mean, so. there is the good side benefit that you don't have a bunch of tunes running around, dull around, looking, looking like drunken rodeo clowns. <laughs> well, yeah, that was yeah, Outlands. I'd like some more originality, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on, um, last part of the show, I got a reader question. It's actually from a, uh, a guild leader, a clan leader that I know, and um, she was talking about uh, how one of the um, their wild guildies was asking about uh, druids and heels and whatnot, and so she thought, well, she'll ask me, and she told him, and he sent me the information. Um, so this is from um, dude named his character name is Endwi. He's a level seventy five now. Tori, uh, Torin um, Restoration Druid, and in the Ancient Brotherhood um, Guild. Um, so what he was asking is, he's saying, I was wondering what are the best add-ons to run with Druid heels in a raid or party. I currently run Grid, and someone told me to run something called Like Click or something, but thought I would get the opinions from players running with top guild. He's referring to his own uh, higher level uh, Druids in his guild. I really need a new unit frame so I can remove the party frames because I want Grid to be my main way of keeping track of the party raid. I tried running CT mods like Bar Mod and such, but it seems CT Mod is really messed up with Druids and changing form. Yes, I've seen that too. So if you have any suggestions, it would be much appreciated. Now, it was actually kind of fortuitous to have you on because you play your healer as well. Um, granted, there are some differences between... Um, healing with a priest and a druid, the main obvious one being the shape-shifting into tree form and how your bars do change. Um, now, that being said, we both do use Healbot. Now, mm -hmm. I don't use it exclusively and I don't use it all the time. Excuse me. So this is some... See, this is where this might not, for me, uh, or, or my opinions here, might not be everything that you want to hear, Andui, Um Because... What I found is that when I start relying on mods too much, I don't enjoy the healing as much. If I'm doing five mans, I rarely ever will use a mod. Um, even if I'm running tens, sometimes I won't. I will move over my party frames to put them right over top of my 
um, my bars so that it's easy to click on them. And then I use, see, this is where you, it helps if you are able to, if you're not a clicker, but if you are using your hands and whatnot a lot. Um, but I use my F keys and my one, two, five or one to six keys and I will just select who needs that spell and then I've got all of my spells in there and so I find it a lot more challenging when I do it that way where I'm actually old school healing it and it's just me kind of thing now that being said I'll also use different macros which make it much much easier to heal sometimes too so I'll find that I'll use macros more if I'm running um 10 mans kind of thing whereas if i'm only doing a five man i tend to just again go at old school and i don't find that it's a problem the 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 party doesn't have a problem with how i heal i mean i've been playing a druid literally since retail day one so i'm not bragging there's a lot of people who do it a lot better than me but i'm comfortable enough with it and having played my priest granted he's only up to level 64 but again a priest and i've played healers a lot and i find that it's a lot more fun and you're actually playing instead of just playing the whack-a-mole that you do if you're using mods um again macros aren't as bad i don't mind the macros as much and you can do different macros with the mouse over which are very handy you can do your macros wherein you're doing different spells or different ranks of spell depending on which button you're using as well as whether you're using uh shift control or alt uh, what you want to do is go to wowwiki.com slash useful underscore macros underscore four underscore druids or just do a google search for warcraft druid heal macro and you'll get a whole whack load of different sites but yeah i do find that macros again it's not as much than a game of just whack-a-mole that being said, on the larger raids, Healbot does do everything that you would need it to do. Um, I've used it before. I used to use it a long time ago. Um, I've recently reinstalled it. I had a little bit of a problem with it initially. Make sure you're getting the right version. And if it doesn't work properly, try to get a different version. Um, the one that I was getting for some reason kept booting me out of the game. And it might have been a combination of that in another mod. I don't know. But when I disabled it, it, suddenly I was able to log in. I got another version and I've had that one on now and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Healbot is, it doesn't get any easier than Healbot. And I've set up my, then all of the buttons where I wanted them. And then I set up, which again, you can set up the same thing as you would set up with a macro. You can set up with Healbot where in, depending on if you're hitting your shift and your control or your alt, and depending on which button you're using as well, you can cast different different spells yeah uh, i'd have to Go agree ahead. i mean Healbot. uh i have it there and the way i have it set up is that you know i use it if i need to if i'm just running a five man uh i'm probably not gonna use it uh, because it's fairly easy i mean I'm, I'm just healing the tank and then I'll, I'll pop an aoe heal for for the rest of the people but i mean the strength there of Healbot is uh i mean we ran uh 25 man nax the other night and just to see everybody at a glance all the way down one side of the screen where nothing's really getting in the way and just being able to, to one click uh, heal somebody. And, and more so than that, just to be able to see what's happening without having to take your eyes off the battle. I mean, you can see uh, the bars going down when people get into the yellow and, and, and people get into the red. I mean, I think for 25 man and for some of the 10 mans, it's probably indispensable. Um, but 
to a tank and you're in a five man and tank who's not uh, at the defense cap or, or in a fight where uh, somebody is taking a lot of damage and it's a fairly complicated fight uh, I found what I was doing is you know I'll hit F2 for the main tank and I will have my hands on the number keys like flash heal greater heal and, and then use heal bot um, to take care of the rest of the party so I can click because there's a lot of times where you're not going to have the time to use the F keys to to switch between targets and basically you know you're using two systems at once and it's fairly easy now with the priest uh, I have it bound to uh, middle click as a renew left click as a flash heal right click as a greater heal so it's it's really really easy I'm not sure which keys you would map for for a druid but I don't see any reason why uh, you shouldn't be using Healbot. It's really configurable. You can change the translucence of it. It doesn't really get in the way of anything. Yeah, I had it set up inside of a couple of minutes. I, in all honesty, I popped in and I changed the settings for the Druid-specific one. Well, actually, they even give you a default Druid-specific ones. And then I changed it because I, I like to have the like from from left to right the the hots that are the fastest to the longest casting so that i can because that's how i put my my buttons as well um and again to go back to what you were saying too yeah i i i don't think that for 10 minutes per se it's the best thing to do just uh old school in it um but i have and what i do often too is i just literally will drag out the parties from the raid panel and i'll drop drop them down which at that point you're playing a little bit more of a whack-a-mole again um for ease of use you can just use healbot which is essentially the same thing so yeah if you're looking for anything right now that is highly configurable very easy to use and that is going to definitely do what you need it to do I mean, hell, you just rated, you just did um, Nax, 25 man Nax yesterday, and you're saying work great. Um, I haven't done any big things with it yet because my druid's still too low, but pardon me, I, I have used a lot of the other mods over time. There might be some new ones that are better, or there might be some newer ones that other people would recommend. I mean, fool around with, with them all to see which ones feel right for you kind of thing. Um, but I do know that throughout all this time, Healbot has worked very well for me. Uh, and just because it's so damn easy to do. So, I mean, give it a shot and you should be all right. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about it too, is, you know, depending on what fight you're in, if you're in a fight where you have to watch where you're standing, if you have to, to move with the tank, uh, I mean, if you're looking at the four horsemen fight and, and you're healing that, I mean, during that fight, you get a certain buff on you. Once you get three, the fourth one really starts to hurt, so you have to get out of range. Um, that's when it starts to get hard to start, you know, taking your hands away from your movement keys and, and getting them up to the F1 keys. So, I mean, I think it's a good idea to always have it running there in case you are in a situation where you have way too much going on or if it's just a day where you're feeling kind of lazy and you want to eat a banana and heal yeah. at the same time <laughs> if you want to be a hunter basically um yeah exactly. i would tell you though that in all honesty if you're running five mans though i highly suggest unless your guild leader says no we want you always being at the top of your game which it's their prerogative to do so um but i would highly recommend Again, try old schooling it for your five mans. I mean, maybe not in heroics if it's uh, if it gets too tough. But I was doing heroics with mine 
before the 70s ones. Um, and I was doing, well, we were doing uh, Kara all the time. And it was, again, old schooling. you just knowing your spells, putting your ranks of spell close where you can get to them easily, um, and then basically bouncing around. It makes healing a lot more fun, especially as a druid. Because, again, as a druid, whereas... Yes, the the tank is my main concern. However, if I stack the tank up with enough hots, I can then really help out the rest of the group and apply heals over time on all of them as need be, as well as your AOE heals as well. So it allows you to bounce around between the characters a lot more, like case in point when we were running Nexus. Um, everybody was getting heals. I mean, you would get low and you were getting a heal. Um, I let you die once, but that's because you're a bastard. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it, it's a lot more fun as a druid to be able to do that. And then when we were running it too, like it didn't take long into the instance where I started thinking, holy Christ, I miss healing on this druid because it's so much fun when you're doing it that way. Because again, it's not just a whack-a-mole on the, Healbot or whatever mod you're using, you're actually using your keys. You're moving around. You're 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 much more involved. And I find that when you're doing it that way as well, you are much more apt to be watching what's going on on the screen and appreciating. Um, that's one of the things where a tank or the DPS really get to enjoy all of the work that Blizzard puts into designing the these instances. Whereas it has been said time and time again on forums how Blizzard has completely ignored making these instances as fun for healers because all the healer does is watch the bars. Um, whereas I find that if you are very adept at using your your fingers for your F keys as well as your, your number keys, and you are going to be clicking as well, but you're watching everybody's health differently, you actually really get to enjoy the instance. You get to watch it, you get to see what's going on, and it's a lot more fun, I find. Oh, yeah, I mean, nothing really, you know, 25 mans aside, nothing is going to beat a properly configured action bar. I mean, you should be able to, you know, in case your mods go down or there's an update or whatever, you should be able to do that. most of that stuff with uh, with... with bartender installed to get that extra bar and then shift and control and alt uh, you know have most of your keys on uh, the one through six that are important lay them out the way you like it and get good at that before you start worrying about putting mods in exactly yeah and again it's one of those where whatever feels right for you if you find that it's not fun to have that frantic pace of healing um then don't do it install heal button you won't burn out basically personally i like that rush um it's a lot more gratifying i find when we survive a hard encounter where everybody should have died but they didn't because you kept them all alive you don't have to boast about it chat uh, if you have a good guild with you or a good group they will tell you and even if they don't you will get that feeling of yeah i kept your ass alive and you did it well and it's fun it's a lot more fun so with that we're going to call it a wrap for tonight if you have any kind of questions such as this or uh, any comments or suggestions or any clips that you would like to send us, send it to ghostdog at wowdogs.com. Remember, it's D-A-W-G-S. And if you have anything that you would like to see in future episodes, by all means, feel free to send that. Remember to subscribe in iTunes. Do a search for Wow Dogs and we are there. You can check out wowdogs.com. There's no comments allowed or anything like that, but it does have the show notes and links to 
anything we've discussed in the show. Hopefully by next week, I will not have this crazy, sexy, phlegmy voice. <laughs> I'll be back to normal. Yeah, I have a suggestion. Uh, okay, okay. Do I want to know? Maybe try putting some clothes on when you shovel the driveway. Dude, it keeps the neighbors away. That's all I got to say. I haven't had a dog piss on my on my, my lawn since we've moved here. It's great. I should have done this back home. Anyways, thanks, thanks again for uh, for joining me this week, Terry. We're, uh, we'll definitely have you back again, too. Hopefully, Sean will be back next week and uh if you'd like to check out our regular podcast that sean and i have too it is buddha's bar and grill you can get that at buddhasbarandgrill.com or do a search on itunes as well all right take care everyone we'll talk to you later cheers <laughs> dude you sound horrible <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like very white but with phlegm i felt i was going to pick on you a little bit more but i felt guilty